Within the first week of knowing Cecilia Stain, she had taken me down to Coronation Dam where the white squatters used to be. Now, at first she used to uh, ask me to drive down there and we would sit there outside the squatter camp and she would relate story after story about person after person that lived in the squatter camp about how they'd lost their jobs, what they're battling with, uh, the families that live there, uh, the children, the husbands, the wives, very detailed information about each of these people. Now, I honestly do not know if any of this was true, but this was a very, very regular occurrence that happened within the first month of knowing Cecilia. And I think it was into the second week of knowing Cecilia that she asked if I could take her down to the squatter camp again because she wanted to go drop them off some food. Uh, I, of course, didn't hesitate to say yes. And as we drove down, she told me that she frequently uh, would take them the things that they need, um, the bare necessities and the, uh, the essentials, basically, you know, to help them survive. And again, she would still tell me story after story about her visits that she would make to the squatter camp, even how she would even befriend these people. And um, she would sit, apparently sit there and have long conversations with each of them. In a nutshell, these people seem to really know Cecilia, uh, she had formed friendships with them because of her supposed visits that were so frequent. But now, as time went by, the talk started to change about these white squatters and it became very, very disturbing. Cecilia used to tell me about how these people are so easy to kidnap and kill because no one would be looking for them. Uh, she then, I mean, in the beginning, she had deemed these people as valuable and important, and now the talk had changed to how easily disposable these people are. Uh, like they were useless, completely useless, that, you know, they could be outed for any reason, and nobody on this planet would be looking for them, and nobody would care. And she would further say that these people are basically primal hunting grounds for the occult if they needed to do human sacrifices. She would tell me how, you know, the occult would just randomly go and, you know, take a, a woman or a man or a child and then later that night or for the following uh, uh, ritual date, they would, these people would be kidnapped and held hostage until they were then brutally sacrificed. And I'd heard this countless times from her. Um, it was, and it still is, to be honest, it's, it's very disturbing. I mean, yes, the logic is there that, you know, the, well, the logic that she had portrayed, you know, these people, no one would be looking for them and they are so easy just to dispose of. They are easy pickings for a ritual sacrifice. And 
I honestly hope this is not the fact. Um, but what happened in the following years, even up until the last few months of me knowing Cecilia, as we would drive through Krugersdorp, we would often bump into some of these people that lived in the white squatter camp. And I had no reason to doubt that Cecilia, you know, had visited these people on numerous occasions because they seemed to know her very well. Cecilia and them were quite good friends from the looks of things. They would have long conversations. They were very friendly with each other. They would, you know, have updates with each other um, on uh, their lives and in Cecilia's life. Uh, there was nothing weird or unusual about these encounters. But then, as time went by, these people would now and then even pitch up at Cecilia's flat. And again, it was just, in the beginning, it was just to say a quick hello, and then these people would pass by. But not too long after that, it became increasingly worrying. Because these, this one specific couple in particular, um, they had, they, their son was missing. Their son was maybe about five years old. Uh, he was around the age of Cecilia's son at the time, um, if not a little bit younger. Their son had gone missing, and they didn't know where he was. And um, when Cecilia would ask them, you know, for the latest update, if they had found their son, of course the answer was no. But the... Th Cecilia had told me before this couple had even come to her place and again afterwards that the occult had kidnapped their son. Their son had been missing uh, for a week or two weeks by that time point and um, they, their son was missing. The occult had apparently stolen him away to use as another supposed sacrifice for another ritual. But now looking back and over all these years and over what came out of the, the court case and the investigations, the son was obviously not kidnapped by a random occult member. It was obviously Cecilia's doing. Um, I still battle to even hold back my thoughts in trying to fathom or imagine or visualize that Cecilia would be the one to kidnap their son and to do who knows what to him. But when you put all the pieces together from beginning till the end now of the court case, my mind still can't fathom this still doesn't want to believe it, to be honest. Uh, a child. Merely a child. Um, but during an investigation and when the murders were mentioned on trial, when Jared Jackson's name was mentioned, that hit too close to home about the story of the white squatters at the coronation dam. Um, 
when his murder was mentioned, it so easily tied everything up regarding the white squatters and Cecilia having befriended them, having known every intricate detail of their lives and knowing, you know, that, well, talking, talking so often, way too often about how these people are so easily disposable for any kind of sacrifice um, because they were easy pickings, as she would put it. Jared Jackson's murder basically just confirmed how easy it is for Cecilia just to deem anyone, especially those that she would so often deem as easy pickings to just kidnap and kill. As much as I fought the thoughts that the thoughts on her kidnapping any of these white squatters, especially children, since that one little boy had gone missing. I mean, when the murders were, when the investigators were finding out about the murders, I did not even consider, I did not want to even consider that Cecilia was responsible for this little boy's disappearance. And... Yes, I obviously and definitely hope I am wrong and that this little boy was found and returned to his parents. But I, at the same time, I highly doubt that I am right in hoping for this. Um, like I said, from the very first week of knowing Cecilia up until the end of the trial, all the pieces and all the arrows point in that direction, that she would be the one that was responsible for outing any of the white squatters, to be specific. And for the little boy that went missing, I still don't even want to say that she would be responsible for kidnapping and killing him. But unfortunately, it more than likely is the truth. Especially since I already know of at least one child that was killed because of Cecilia Stain. I mean, these people, this family in specific, the one that lost their son, these people thought Cecilia was the greatest person. She was so friendly. She would bring them food and other essentials on a regular basis. And um, she seemed to honestly and genuinely outright care for these people and only to also be deceived by a complete lie only to be easily disposed of at any given time for whatever reason she deemed in her mind uh, that's beyond me and I still even now even though in my mind, I know 100% that if this little boy was never found, if this little boy is not alive, that Cecilia had killed him or had someone kill him. But my, my thoughts war with each other because 
I don't want to believe that someone would be capable of killing a child. But like I said, she already had in an investigation, a child, at least one child around the same age as well of this little boy that went missing. That little child was also killed. So easily disposed of because of one person's sick, sadistic, twisted mind.